because someone asked on Discord, like, what are your thoughts on Sneeko and Andrew Tate? And I wanted to answer that question. You know, I hate to have this conversation without Sneeko being here. But I'm, I mean, even if we hit him up, I mean, it's going to be impossible for him to agree to be on a podcast with a thousand subs uh, or a thousand <laughs> viewers. But I wish he could be here because I don't like talking to people unless they can defend themselves. But uh, I used to like some of Sneeko's videos, man. I used to like some of his videos. I thought, even though I didn't like him personally, I was like, dude, this guy has got something. It's very artistic. Uh, he's got a future ahead of him. That's That's what I used to think. He used to inspire me. I was like, damn, dude, some of this stuff he's saying. Well, I knew what he was saying, but I'm saying like the way he, um, you know, showed it through his videos. I was like, this is very artistic. Uh, good shit. Good stuff. And now what do you uh, think? Well, now he's waving a gun in stream and saying, watch my clip. These are my clips, which is hilarious. I mean, I think that's funny. I understand why people don't think that's funny, but I think that's funny. Watch my clips. What about these clips? I mean, I would be laughing. So I understood. I mean... I understand Sneeko what he's doing. Dude. I think it's hilarious. All the stuff he does is hilarious. I mean, if he's playing a character, dude, shout out to Sneeko. I mean, dude, this is hilarious. You know, if, I mean, if he, in his mind, no, he's he, playing a character. He's trolling the world. Hilarious, dude. No, he definitely is playing the character. Now, the whole thing about him watching people clap his girlfriend, I mean, that's never going to leave him. Unfortunately, <laughs> he shouldn't have said that. That's always going to be a jab that people are going to take. I think if he owns it, he can get rid of the power of it. You I don't know? know. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, that if I know it affects you, I'm gonna say it. But if he owns it, be like, yeah. I mean, I'm a cuck, cuck gang. You know, if, dude. If he starts saying cuck gang, dude. I mean, dude. No one can hurt him. You know, the cuck yeah. king. Dude, um, my thoughts on Andrew Tate. Um, I forget record. what episode we're in. Sixty-nine. Is it sixty-nine? Yeah, the other one was 68. Oh, shit. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome back to episode 69 of the Pull Up Podcast. Dude, hold on. You got me give more energy, dude. Me more, that was trash. Positive vibes. <laughs> but, but what are we going to talk about? That way we, you know, we can talk about Andrew Tate. Um, and him getting out of jail. Yeah, I mean, uh, what are your thoughts on the Andrew... Well, let me do the fucking intro. Right. But with some energy, Phil, I mean, like, you know, like, Jim Carrey's watching. Wow. <laughs> and someone else... Hey, guys, welcome back to episode 69 of the Pull-Up Podcast. I'm your host, Philbert the Dilbert, up in the hills, killing the birds with one stone, three bird, tripod. Exercise the monopod. I'm a fucking triceratops. No, I'm not. I'm here with um, the woman killer. What Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Alejandro X, because the last name is too good for him. And plus, he doesn't want to get tracked down, even though all his public information is available. I'm trying to... No, I mean, everyone knows my last name is Colosio, but um, I'm trying to figure out like... Uh, like a like cool. a artist name, an artist name, you know. I saw I saw. Um, I mean, this it's kind of corny. That's why I don't want to use it. But you know, like the I don't know if it's a Greek god or whatever mythology. I don't know, I don't know what you call it, but like the guy with the glove, like on his back. I think it's called like Atlas, oh. the uh, Atlas man or whatever. Like he's carrying see. like the Earth on his back. That's what um. That's what it represents. 
Yeah. Okay, Atlas. Uh, he had the punishment being banished, so Zeus enslaved him to hold the earth on his shoulders for all eternity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on, on that? Like, if I use that as uh, my artist, like, so last So, Jess name. Atlas or no, no, Alejandro no. Atlas? Yeah. Atlas. Alejandro Atlas kind of doesn't really flow that well, to be honest. Right. But I, the thing like, is, like, it's two A's, so it's like Alejandro yeah. Atlas. Well, usually, isn't that what artists pick? Like, the same uh, letter with the last name, like uh, Barry Who? Bonds? You know, or like... Well, Barry uh, Bonds was his real name. But you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like better, right? If it has the same letter? I mean, Bruno Mars, Freddie Mercury, Travis Scott, uh, Kid Cudi, uh, Alejandro Atlas. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Hey, I just, I just think it's cool. I just think it's cool that, like, the last name is like, oh, yeah, I'm carrying the world on my back, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Stuff yeah, I mean, that... Here. That uh, there's a guy, uh, Sisyphus. Do you know the story of him? Syphilis, bruh. Yes. So syphilis, he got punished for I forget why, but basically he has to push the boulder up the hill for the rest of eternity. But what happens when the hill ends? There's no end. That's his. So punishment. the hill never ends. Yeah, it's a mountain he has to keep like pushing the boulder up. I mean, it's gotta end. I'm sure if he pushes it up and then it goes down, he has to do it again. Isn't it something about like crows eat his eyes out? Which one was that one? What the fuck? Crows eat his eyes out. Let me see. Yeah, there's, there's one like where crows eat someone's eyes out. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, learn a little, huh? He is. He's uh, fuck. He's a trickster that receives eternal punishment for trying to cheat death. So he has to push a, an immense boulder up a hill only for it to roll back down every time and near the top, repeating this action for eternity. Damn. Yeah. He tried I mean, to cheat death. Um, I, I was watching um, this uh, short story or story. I don't know what it is, but it's called um, I Have No Mouth, But I Have to Scream. Have you heard of it? No, but that sounds like a horror story. Or or it's like I need a scream but I have no mouth. Uh yeah, it's it's a horror story and I mean uh I forgot what the who the author is, but this if somebody ever makes this into a movie, dude, this is the scariest um concept you can think of. Like this is very scary. Like when I was listening to it, I was like Jesus Christ, like this is horrible. Uh Basically, what the story is, is that um, AI takes over, you know, uh, supercomputer takes over the world. This is like very old. This was written long time ago. Uh, but basically, AI takes over and becomes very smart. Uh, it kills all the humans except for five, except for five of them. And Damn. the reason why it didn't kill those five is because it wants to torture them every day forever, like forever. Because this AI hates humans, like with all its guts. Like it literally, it's it just hates humans so much. Um, so, but it's so smart that it can keep these humans alive forever. Like it can keep them alive forever. So, uh, you know, it it says like it tortures them, like unlimited tortures they can think of. Like he 
the AI will do everything. Like imagine like it'll probably start with pulling your nails, you know, or like with like, you know, twisting your spleen or like giving you poison. So, dude, these people are dying every day. We're not dying, but they're like suffering, like, you know, drop acid on your skin, drop acid on your eyes. So, and since AI, it says like it's coming with unlimited possibilities to torture a human being. And each time it gets better on how to cause extreme pain without it's killing the human. Chat by evil. Damn. Right. So, I mean, dude, uh, so these five humans are just suffering, dude, every single hour forever because it will not kill them. And they want to kill themselves. Like they've, uh, you know, attempted suicide, but the AI, you know, uh, cures them back to health and then starts torturing them. So just imagine that. Imagine that you know you cannot die and this thing is torturing you forever with unlimited torture possibilities. Um, I don't think there's a worse existence than that. It sounds like... What the fuck? That sounds horrible. That actually sounds so evil. I love it. The book starts on year 199. So it has already been torturing them for 199 years. That's God what the book damn. starts. Uh, and uh, I mean, dude, when you hear how the AI speaks to them, it like it says, I hate you humans, fucking blah, blah, blah. But it's like, dude, it just sounds so evil, bro. Like, like <laughs> it literally, it says... All it wants to do is torture humans. That's all it wants to do. Um, and yeah, I mean, dude. Uh, so I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to say how the book ends, but uh, uh, who end wrote well. this book? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, you can you, you if you can yeah, look I'm it up. Look it's it like up. I have no mouth, but I have to scream. Um, and there's like a there's a video game to it. Actually, there's a video game. Someone made a video game. God damn. That's insane. Yeah, I'm reading yeah. It by Harlan Ellison. It was published in 1967. It's a post-apocalyptic science fiction short story by American writer Harlan Ellison. It was first published in 1967. What are you playing, bro? I'm not oh, playing that's anything. That's literally the fucking train in the background. Okay. It's a cautionary tale about a n- nuclear proliferation as warning about the relationship between people and computers or as an expression of destructive power of thwarted creativity um 2011 adventure games release it i have no mouth and i must scream on the 69th adventure game ever released um, 69th adventure game yeah it's the 69th Dude, this is the 69th best adventure game ever released this is the 69th podcast hey you know, it's, it's uh, what's it called? It's uh, it's prophecy, it's fate. Um, let's see. Some, but um, yeah, I mean, whenever you have time and check it out, you know, you can just listen to the audio book, um, or the explanation. You know, a video quick explaining what is it about. The Valley um, of Obsolescence. Um, it's mentioned in the book and it makes me laugh because Steezy Alejandro and I were writing, we're, we're attempting to write a fucking uh, No, we script. were a long time ago. Yeah, and the title was Obsolescence. It was so heavy. We don't even no, know no, what it means. That's what Steezy wanted to call it. Obsolescence. Which I, mean, I you, thought was you horrible. You backed him up. You no, no, I said up. it was horrible. I said it was a horrible name. 
and yeah. then he came out with love is like cocaine which i was like jesus that's even worse yeah that was uh, worse somehow i don't know why that that was a thing the process of becoming obsolete outdated or no longer used obsolescence so so deep but um, yeah man i mean um uh, you know when i heard that i was like jesus christ dude like um i mean you know lovecraft right hp lovecraft yeah and like his monsters like they're so extreme and wild that it's almost impossible to make them into films because you cannot you know fathom how big and crazy they look so it's impossible almost to like recreate it into film um do you know what do you know what i mean by that yeah i mean he wrote cthulhu right yeah yeah that's so like- cthulhu appears in rick and morty at the end like right before the title shows up like in the title sequence right before the text rick and morty shows up that's uh-huh. cthulhu chasing them yeah but i mean like the real one like basically like no, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, he he writes these monstrous. I haven't read any of his work. Like, my brother is a fan of his. Uh, you should but, listen to audiobooks. Uh, my favorite one, I've listened to a bunch of his, is Insmuth. It says Insmuth. Is it the, let me see, Insmuth. Let me see what the real title is. Ins- oh, The Shadow Over Insmuth. The Shadow Over Insmuth. So I've heard this like four times. Like the whole audiobook four times, dude. And uh, hopefully one day I can make it into a film. But yeah, if you can, whoever's listening to this podcast, um, go in the middle of nowhere or minimum when you're alone at your house at night, put on headphones and just go to YouTube and type The Shadow in Smooth full audiobook. And there's, I'll send it in the Discord. There's one guy who reads it very well and adds sound effects to it. Uh, Jesus. That sounds and horrible. Dude, it, it'll give you nightmares. Like it's it's very uh well acted. I mean, dude, it's like honestly, I'm not gonna lie, dude. Kind of get a hard on like like on how this is the type of stories that I love and that I want to make. Like you know, it takes place back in the day, small town. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, dude, I, I love it. So uh, if you ever anybody who's hearing this, if you get a chance, um, listen to that um the shadow over insmooth um i think i think okay here the guy's called horror babble i think that's the guy who who does it horror babble um but anyways um dude how do we go into this conversation well you you were talking about um the ai book the i want to scream but i have no mouth and then we went into other writers but how do we get into the ai book I don't know. You just brought it up. You just said, hey, there's this, uh, have you heard of this guy, this book? And I was like, oh, I was reading something. That's what you said. Oh, okay. Well, uh, all right. I mean, uh, so we're going to talk about Andrew Tate. That's what the original podcast we're going to talk about. Um, why do we I don't really have anything to add to him. I feel like when something gets so fucking big, like in pop culture and all these topics, it's sort of like, I mean, did you have to be a crackhead? Like, it really, it's kind of like being super into a show, like a TV show, to keep yeah. up with everything that's happened. Because I don't know what the fuck has happened. Like, there's so much shit happening. Like, he's released now, and he has hair. <laughs> like, and he has a beard, and he's been, like, doing push-ups, apparently, meditating, and all this other shit. And I was like, oh, okay. 
Um, I guess I've slightly kept up with like Sneeko, the feud that he had with um, Moist Critical, you know, that guy, Charlie, you know, and they had yeah. this hour and a half long phone call. Did you hear um, it? Uh, I started watching it, but it was too long. And I was like, I feel like at the end, it's not going to give me anything well, in life. What happened? Like, what, what was the phone call about? So I guess to set up the stage, uh, there was a feud between Sneeko and basically a whole bunch of YouTubers that he deemed beta cucks. He's like, hey, here's oh, no, 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 yeah, I, I know, I know, like that part. But I'm saying, like, what was the? Well, phone I'm setting call? up. The, I'm setting up the thing. So if you could just let me set it up, because okay, people okay. might so not to, know, just because you know right. it. No, but you didn't start anything. that way. So you're saying, whoever who does, to everyone who doesn't know what's going on with Sneeko, just to give you guys context. That's why I said this is how the feud started. That's what I said. Okay. So I'll say it again. How the feud started was that Sneeko is saying all this crazy shit all the time. And uh, I don't even know what crazy shit he's saying, but I guess other people deem it as crazy. He's saying, you know... By the way, dude, sorry to interrupt you, but it pisses me off because when we say crazy shit, Sneeko complained. And all of a sudden, he's saying crazy (laughs) stuff? (laughs) Think about that. Well, the thing, dude, the thing is, like, people... um, Yeah, I guess people don't know... There's a bigger context, uh, like... Steezy, Sneeko, his brother, me and Alejandro went to Lake Tahoe for like an impromptu trip. Uh, I was pushing hard for it. I was like, hey, we should all go to Lake Tahoe. Uh, the cover of Golf, uh, which is Tyler Creator's album, like that's painted. It's him on a bike in the middle of a forest. That forest is in Lake Tahoe. And I was making a video on, on uh, Tyler Creator. So I was like, oh, I want to go there. And plus, it'll be fun taking a trip. And we didn't really know Sneeko that well or his brother. I mean, still don't. I mean, we just hadn't really spent too much time together. So we go over there to Lake Tahoe. It was like, hey, let's book this hotel. And keep in mind, Sneeko, like the videos, that's the only way we've really known about him. Like, so the image in my head about Sneeko is like hard-ass comedian, kind of roast, can take roast. Like, you know, how he is on his videos. And when we met him, um, which by the way, I guess it's a mistake in general. People aren't ever really how they are in the videos. It's very rare that they are how they are in the videos. Um, plus, we're very extreme. Like, me and Phil go crazy. Like, yeah. you know, in real so life, guess, we say crazier shit than in the podcast. We say crazier stuff. Yeah, right now, we're very censored because, I mean, people are dumb and they'll take everything very serious. And it's like, dude, their life has no meaning. But anyways, um, the, the trip was going fine. And then Alejandro was saying crazier shit than I was because I picked up very quickly that I was like, oh, he's not really going to be laughing at the extreme shit. He was a sacrificial lamb. So Alejandro would say something. He would get heat for it, uh, meaning like Sneeko would get all serious and like, no, you know, he would stay quiet or some shit like that. And then him and his brother would like gang up on Alejandro. Um, Steezy would stay quiet because, I mean, it is kind of awkward. There's no, he doesn't know who to defend. He's like, well, kind of like, Sneeko's here visiting, and then I'll, I live with Alejandro. So I think he did the right thing. He just kind of stayed out of it, I guess. Um, and me, I just realized it's a, it's a losing battle if you roast Sneeko too hard because he would take it personal or he won't get the joke. And again, it might have been a mix of that, but basically Sneeko is is very... Um, well, to defend Sneeko, I mean, I think with anybody you first meet, don't go too hard on them. Yeah, like I mean, that anybody, was very, like, like rule, uncalibrated, you know? for sure. Because we just well, met him and we were like, boom. Um, it wasn't uncalibrated to what we saw in the videos. I calibrated to, oh, this person's like this in the videos. But, like, <laughs> you know, they're different in I person. Get- so, uh, I should have known, like, yeah. the way Steezy is very outgoing in his videos. 
you know, a person he's not. So like now I learned my lesson, like, hey, people aren't like how they are in their videos. So just take it easy, calibrate it. Plus, maybe he wasn't in that mindset at that time. Sneeko wasn't at that mindset. And we were like always super crazy. You know, over time, maybe he got to the crazy part. But I guess at the time, maybe he wasn't. I was just saying, like, I find it hilarious that, uh, you know, I Steve had a talk oh, with me about how crazy, I, take it. That's what crazy I go. And then all of a sudden, you know, he goes crazy. Uh, yeah. No, now he's uh, that seems to be the trend. I remember when you used to work for that fitness influencer and then he started going crazy. Same thing. Yeah, same I was like, thing. I don't know if we have like this fucking side effect. Next thing you know, Caesar's is going to be like the red pill, you know, alpha male, just like saying women deserve to be in the kitchen. Well, I, I think it might be, um, you know, you know, the book like or that um, Carl Jung, that uh, what's it called? That philosopher and the shadow. I mean, you know about this, right? The shadow. Uh, I know the concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically, to anybody who's listening, the shadow is uh, all your, uh, I guess, faults or anything that you can be like bad stuff. If you ignore it. You know, if you don't pay attention to everything that's bad about you or anything that's bad about the, what you can do, if you ignore it, um, you know, the the, the theory is the theory is that it's going to take over you and you won't know it. And the reason you won't know it is because you're ignoring it. So let me give you an example. Let's say um, let's say you have uh, let's say you have anger issues, you know, but you ignore it. You, you never realize you have anger issues. Just ignore, ignore it. Um well, let me give you a better one. This is kind of graphic, but it might fit better to the point. So let's say, um, Jesus Christ, let's say uh, um, you don't think you can ever be a rapist, right? You're like, oh, I will never be a rapist. I'm not even going to throw out that out the window, blah, blah. So, you know, everybody can be a rapist. I accept that. I mean, everybody should know like, hey, dude, you can be a rapist, so be careful. So um, so let's say someone ignores it, that they can't, you know, they're not a rapist, rapist, blah, blah. And by ignore it so much before you know it, you're in a situation where uh, this is not the best explanation. But basically, you're in a situation where you're raping Here, a let girl. Me, let me intercept. And it's like, what? But if you're aware, <laughs> oh, dude, I could possibly rape women. So you avoid all... Hold on, I'm giving it a wrong explanation. Go for it, Phil. Here, I kind of got lost just... in the whole raping thing. <laughs> 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 I got lost in the oh, weed. Jesus Christ. Dude, that fucking derailed so quickly. But um, <laughs> anyways... The shadow, I'll read something like it's this archetype he has. This to kind of clarify the air. Clear the air. No one here is a rapist. But that's I well, made it worse. Uh the shadow is uh Hopefully. Jesus Christ. That made it way worse. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We so had to the shadow is whole an archi- away. <laughs> Let's just stop talking and read what the definition is. Right. So the shadow is an archetype by Carl Jung that consists of sex and life instincts. The shadow exists as part of the unconscious mind and is composed of repressed ideas, weaknesses, desires, instincts, and shortcomings. The shadow forms out our attempts to adapt to cultural norms and expectations. It contains all of the things that are unacceptable, not only to society, but to one's very own personal morals and values. It might include things such as envy, greed, prejudice, hate, and aggression. Jung suggests that the shadow can appear in dreams or visions. It may take a variety of forms. It might appear as a snake, a monster, a demon, dragon, some other dark, wild, or exotic figure. This is often described as a darker side of the psyche, representing wildness, chaos, and the unknown. These latent dispositions are present in all of us. 
Jung believed. Although people sometimes deny this element of their own psyche and instead project it onto others, which makes it worse. So, yeah, basically, if you ignore that you're capable of horrible things, you're more likely to do them because it's sort of like, oh, that could never be me. And then you're ignorant of that behavior. Yeah, basically, you ignore all the little signs that is like, oh, shit, you know what? I have this thing in me that, for example... I guess let me finish it off with the rapist analogy, though. I'm already here. Oh my uh, God. For example, let's say someone's born with tendencies to rape. I mean, I don't know how that happens, but anyways. let's Or or not even tendencies to rape. What about maybe like power? Like maybe they like to abuse power? Let's say that. Maybe someone likes to abuse power over others, right? Um, and they ignore that about themselves, that they have that darkness inside them. So they ignore it. So whenever a situation happens, you know, since um, they're ignoring that so much, they're doing it, you know, before it comes to raping someone. Jesus Christ, I'm going to. But basically, let's say they were aware of it. They're like, hey, you know what? I have this darkness in me. I like okay. to, uh, you know, I like to, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, overuse my power or blah, blah, blah. So whenever they're in that situation, they know this about themselves. So they stop themselves. You're like, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to go in that room with that girl. Dude, all right, dude, I need to come up with better analogies. Hold on. Let me come up with, let's say someone who's fat. Okay, you know they know that they like food. One, let's just hold on, hold on. stop. Let's just stop. We understood from yeah, the I example I gave. Can We're I? good. All right, basically we can move the whole forward. Point, no, hold on. Let me just finish it. The whole point <laughs> is that. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Okay, I got an idea. I got an idea. I got an idea. I was just gonna use it on myself. I like to say crazy stuff, right? Cr- crazy stuff, just because I find it hilarious, especially with the whole when people tell me don't say something, I just want to say it now. So. But if I ignore, if I say, hey, dude, everything I say is not crazy. I don't say crazy things. Before you know it, I'm in a podcast saying the N-word, the hard E-R. You know, I'm going crazy because I ignored it. You know, before you know it, you get to such extremes because you ignore that, that, that part about you. But when you realize, you know what? I do say crazy things. So you start seeing the signs like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that because I know that if. Uh, I go on that podcast. I'm gonna say crazy stuff. Basically, Jesus Christ! I know I, I had a perfect explanation before, but basically, if you know the signs, you can stop it before it gets too far. That's what it is, you know. But if you ignore it, you're gonna let it get too far. So yeah, I guess that's the easy explanation. Whenever there's something dark about you, if you ignore it before you realize that you're too far in it, you're stabbing someone. But if you know the signs, you can stop it stop yourself from getting to that point for example hey i like to stab people so you say there's a knife there let me throw the knife out the window and now you don't stab anyone because you know you like to stab people but you threw the knife out the window so that's a sign of like knowing your shadow you see knives you throw them out the window and you don't stab anybody but people who ignore their shadow they're like hey i don't they they like stabbing people but they, they don't tell themselves that so before you know they're stabbing somebody Anyways, let's get out of there. But what I was saying is that, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe all these people, you know, they say, hey, I'm not crazy. I don't say crazy stuff. So, you know, before they know it, they're out here going super crazy red pill or super saying the crazy things on the Internet. And since me and you, we know we accept that we say crazy things. We can stop ourselves from going too far. You know, yeah. like, you know what? I say crazy stuff. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what I was getting at with the whole shadow thing, that a lot of these YouTubers, a lot of people ignore 
you know, that part of themselves, you know, it's hard to know that you're not perfect. So by doing that, before you know it, you're too far into the thing and, you know, you're out here uh, waving a gun, waving a gun in, on a stream, which I see a lot of comments, dude, that say, uh, you know, I hate to have this conversation without Sneeko being here. But I'm, I mean, even if we hit him up, I mean, it's going to be impossible for him to agree to be on a podcast with a thousand subs uh, or a thousand <laughs> viewers. But I wish he could be here because I don't like talking to people unless they can defend themselves. But uh, I used to like some of Sneeko videos, man. I used to like some of his videos. I thought, even though I didn't like him personally, I was like, dude, this guy has got something. It's very artistic. Uh, he's got a future ahead of him. That's That's what I used to think he used to inspire me i was like damn dude some of this stuff he's saying well i knew what he was saying but i'm saying like the way he um you know showed it through his videos i was like this is very artistic uh good shit good stuff and now what do you uh, think well now he's waving a gun in stream and saying watch my clip these are my clips which is hilarious i mean i think that's funny i understand why people don't think that's funny but i think that's funny watch my clips what about this clips i mean i would be laughing so i understood i mean I understand Sneeko what he's doing. Though. I think it's hilarious. All the stuff he does is hilarious. I mean, if he's playing a character, dude, shout out to Sneeko. I mean, dude, this is hilarious. You know, if, I mean, if he, in his mind, no, he was he, just playing a character. He's trolling the world. Hilarious, dude. No, he definitely is playing the character. And in the phone call, people realize that. Like when he called that uh, YouTuber. Yeah. Um, they're like, yeah, he was cool, calm, and collected. I mean, he's doing the, he's doing the Andrew Tate um, strategy. Just you say very explosive things and you do all this crazy shit. Uh, and then when you sit down with somebody and talk, you're very rational, level-headed. So it's just like marketing. Because with marketing, you could either be outrageous and get free promo or not. I mean, he got a billion views on TikTok, I think. Um, you know, just with hashtag Sneeko. And he didn't Damn. even have a TikTok account, you know, because of how controversial he was. So I think that... Um, I don't know, like people um, might misinterpret that, but like, I mean, either way, like uh, everyone's, uh, I don't know if everyone has like that side of themselves. Basically, everyone's a hypocrite in one area of their lives or not, like one way or another. Um, But that to me, I guess it's just annoying to me because it's just like, there's nothing I connect with. It's not even annoying. That's not even the right word. I just don't connect with anything. But uh, on what? On what he says, or what? Oh, like the you know the red pill stuff. Well, in general, I think red pill. Like when you talk about self help, it's like yeah, self help means uh, hey, work on yourself, make sure you get your money right, uh, don't marry a fucking OnlyFans girl or whatever. Uh, try not to be too sexually promiscuous with everybody because that's probably not good for you. Like, there are principles that make sense. It's like, oh, yeah, you should probably restrain yourself. But then it kind of spills over into, like, woman belong in the fucking kitchen. She has to obey every fucking command you say and everything. And I laugh because I was just like, oh, that's clearly, like, that's a character. That's a character. Because um, none of these guys have the type of girlfriend. There's no fucking way. Especially Sneeko. Because he got... He watched his girlfriend get fucked multiple times. So is that Damn. is that red pill alpha i mean no of course not and i guess the whole argument is like well dude i'm emotionally detached or whatever which to me bothers me whenever it's like this whole 
the both extremes when it's like oh the ultra masculine guys who don't feel anything and then the the ultra sentimental person in general regardless if they're a guy or a girl it's like dude we're all human beings i understand what the fuck you feel like to me looking at this guy he's like i don't give a shit if she cheats on me there's this guy who goes around saying that i don't give a shit if she <laughs> cheats on me um i'll actually still follow her even if we break up to show her like it didn't affect me emotionally. I'm like, dude, who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? If you liked a girl, actually, first of all, you can only do that if you don't give a fuck about the girl, which is fine. I mean, I guess you could go out, but that to no, me but, leaves but you. E but even then, like at that point, you're in a different mental state, which you shouldn't be in that mental state, if that makes sense. Yeah, if, if you're so detached to the point where like, oh, I'm not, I'm just going to go out with a woman who I have zero emotional fucking connection with to the point where like, I don't care whatever they do. It's like, that's fine if you're going into it with that, like, I mean, it's not fine. No, no, I'm saying like, so you have bigger issues to worry about than having attachment oh, for sure. to women. I guess from if the, that's your mentality, basically that's up to them. I don't know if it's fine, but that's up to them. Okay, dude, that's up to you if you want to do that. But then don't come saying like, oh, I don't feel anything. Basically, since when did not feeling emotions become cool? I'm like, dude, a strong man kind of processes things. Like, it's not that you have to be crying in front of the camera and like fall into your knees every time. But to me, to remove the emotion from things, this is what annoys me with today's content too. That's always like men versus women, women versus men. You know, men ain't shit. Men ain't shit. I'm fucking fucking five five. Short dick. Short dick. You know, and then you have guys who's like, you're not fucking. You got a pussy. That's the only thing you can offer is pussy. Do you have an OnlyFans? You know, after 35, your fucking stock goes down. And it's like, dude, what are we, dude, what is this stupid shit? Who the fuck is interacting with these people? Well, well I'm both teenagers in. and kids. So the thing is, when you're a kid and you're a teenager, you hear this, <laughs> it makes sense. You're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds cool and it looks cool, you know? But when you grow up, you realize uh, even these, uh, you know, I wish this podcast was bigger so we could have uh, conversations. I don't like saying arguments because arguments means someone has to lose or you're trying to conversations as like, let's figure out the truth. You know, like what's what's really the truth? Um, and, you know, I think when I was younger, you know, and I remember hearing those things like, oh, if a woman has a child, single mother. You know, she's already worth less than a girl with who doesn't have a kid, right? Yeah. And that kind of makes sense. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I see it. But the problem is, it's like, all right, let's say from that aspect about, you know, um, having to take care of another, uh, you know, another human being when you're with this woman versus not when you're with a single girl. What other things does this woman have? You know, the thing is, there's a lot of single girls who are horrible human beings. Like and 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 the child it's just because this this person could have a kid and she could be a wonderful woman, a wonderful mother, you know, very hard working, very, you know, takes care of her family, blah blah blah. And it's like, "Oh, dude, um, can you still hear me Phil? You kind of Yeah, I got out. you. Okay. Um uh, when you, you know, move aside the whole like She's used up. She has a kid. And you look at the other attributes that another human being can have. It's like, well, you know, looking at the other attributes, even though she is a single mother, 
which, you know, I guess kind of brings her down a little bit. I mean, if we're doing math, it beats it just <laughs> what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like being a single mother is like what like a, a part. Well, I mean, it of is a more human it, being. Yeah, what you're saying is it is more of a commitment. I mean, we can't bullshit around. Like if you meet somebody who has a child, you consider it more before dating them. That's the reality of it. Because you have to like right. take into account, oh, there's a whole fucking child. There's a relationship with their ex. What the fuck does that mean? Like, I mean, yeah, logically, yeah. there's more to fucking. So, you know, so what I'm saying is like, if let, let's say you have broke, yeah, let's say you grab two women. One of them has a kid. One of them doesn't. All right, the one with the kid. You know, let's let's say it goes from zero to a hundred. Um, hold on. I have to open the door. Put a pause on this right here. Um, so what I'm saying is like all these red pill guys. All right. So there's a train on Phil's apartment. There we go. The train stop. Uh, or he muted himself. Uh, but uh, w- what I'm saying is that all these red pill guys focus on like on the first, uh, I would say, layer of a human being, which is like, does she have a kid or not? And if the answer, she has a kid throw her in the trash and burn her that's what they say oh she has a kid throw her in the trash and burn her right but they forget that there's like a thousand layers to a human being so once you pull back the first layer she has a kid okay well what is her personality like you know what is you know her goals you know what did she learn from that lesson you know maybe she grew and improved from like knowing the mistakes that she made and made made it a tougher person so it's not always the case that oh she has a kid any single girl is automatically better than her. No, dude, because there's a lot of single women who, you know, uh, don't do anything with their lives. You know, they don't take care of their bodies. You know, they don't like going to school. So it's like, bro, there are some single moms, bro. Honestly, dude, sometimes, sometimes I'm like, dude, single moms are the way, dude, because they, you know, they know, I guess, society, what they think. So I tell them like, oh, I'm, I guess society tells me I'm less. So they work harder, you know. Uh, they go to the gym a lot. They have very good bodies. You know, they have very good jobs. So usually, do single mothers. Now, like I said, there's spectrums of everything, but a lot of them work harder because they know they have to work harder. So, um, I, like I said, I mean, dude, basically, I guess it all comes down to there's bad human beings and there's good human beings. There there's is. bad single mothers and there's amazing single mothers. So you're like Jesus Christ. How is this? Uh, not single mothers. There's amazing. What am I saying? Single mothers? Yeah, let's just say people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, there's, Dude, there's no, no, what I'm saying. What thing, I'm saying is like yeah, but I know, I know what you mean. Like there, there's bad people that happen to be single mothers. There's amazing people that happen to be single mothers. Right, too. and, and so, then there's bad people that are single women, and there are amazing girls that are single women. So what I'm saying is like, don't let the kid thing block and anybody from like, oh, this is already a bad person. It's like no, I well, mean, well, yeah, dude, you shouldn't. I, dumb, I think. This is the other thing of where like, I think one of the most sensible things that I've heard on the topic, it's like, well, what should I look for in a spouse? Um, you know, what, what kind of woman should I look for? How do I find a good woman? Uh, it's a question. It's like, well, how do you become a person that a good woman would choose? And I think from there, that's where you should stem all your decision making. I there mean, you if go. you're like very contentious against women and you're like, I'm not going to fucking buy her first drink and all this other shit. It's like, do you want to be somebody who's 
keeping track and tabs on what how much shit you buy or not. It's like, no, you want someone who's like very fair and reasonable. And it's like, oh, okay. And the thing is, when people talk about, you know, these cases of where like, oh, well, women take advantage of you and all this other shit. It's like, I mean, that's people in general. When you think of your life and you're like, okay, how do I find a good friend? It's like, well, how do you become a good friend? How do you become a person that people want to spend time around? How do you want, how do you become embody values that I think Jordan Peterson talks a little bit about this. He mentions this. It's like, dude, become the person that that person would pick. And I think that, you know, these red pill guys that go so hardcore into like, you know, these dynamics where like they forget, Hey dude, if I want to attract, um, somebody who is very sweet and compassionate compliments me very well, like that's a good spouse. I have to become that person too. It's like, who the fuck is going to take a deal that is only one sided? You know, that's a hostage situation. Literally when I hear these stories of like, well, I have a girlfriend and she fucking cooks for me. And I, she tells, I tell her what to do and she does everything. You got a slave buddy. Hey buddy, (laughs) you have a slave, you know? (laughs) And if that dynamic works with them, that's fine. Now I'm not here to judge. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Who gives a fuck? But I mean, dude, in reality, who the fuck wants like a fucking servant that you tell them what to do? It's like, dude, I can't have conversations with that person. Like I want somebody who you can have um, depth with and depth usually comes with disagreements. Like you're not going to be on the same page all the time. You're not going to agree on everything. There's going to be things that are a little bit fucky, you know, and um, people also think, I think guys specifically, it would get people in general. They usually think they're a lot better than they actually are. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, you know, I deserve the best because I am the best. You deserve what you get. That's what you deserve. If you're getting shit, it's probably because you haven't improved yourself or you have poor decision-making skills or whatever. But I think it's sort of like, uh, no, you deserve who you are. Like if you are a high quality person, then you, yeah, you deserve high quality people around you. If you're a shitty person, you know, wiping your ass with everything, what do you think you're going to get like a very emotionally stable, very attractive, um, you know, confident woman? What the fuck do you think? I mean, unless they're, you know, emotionally broken or something like that, you're not. Uh, I think it's just the law of the universe. You hit an interesting point, and that is, um, uh, I think a lot of these red pill guys, um, they ignore or they want to. They don't want to admit that um, the reality is they're not that guy, and that's why they're not getting those girls. You know, and yeah. so they blame everything on the girl instead of realizing, well, uh, I mean, dude, I'm not the guy that a ten would want to be with. Because think about it, why would a ten who has access to thousands of guys be with you why would she choose you why yeah and like they guy, blame kevin it all. samuels who's talking like you know the black guy kevin samuels who's like went viral on tiktok to talking shit like putting people in their place guys and right women. And yeah. he's like what do they get with you they don't even get a big dick you don't even got a big dick you're broke fat you're a fat motherfucker and you're exactly broke. you're at home you make eighteen thousand dollars a year and you ain't got a big dick well define big you know what I, you know, if you got a big dick or not. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I know I don't. So I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah. So, um, so they blame it all on the girls. They say it's the girls fault. And, and the problem is, you know, since they're selling, which is either content or course or whatever, 
they have to tell guys, you know, uh, hey, that you they can, just have to fix a few things. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like you can get these tents, and it's just, it's just like a, you know, a few, a few meters away or just a few steps away. And the reality is that um, it, it I mean, the problem is, what's a tent? Well, no, well, the problem is like, what is a tent? You know, and honestly. I think this has so many layers that the very core of everything is like, hey, um, when in reality, if you are that guy that they pretend to be, is one, you wouldn't be talking like this about women. If you are that guy that really understand human relationships, you wouldn't be talking the way you talked about women like that. Uh, two, yeah, yeah basically you would you're realize, saying most people, uh-huh. those guys have shit to sell you. Of course, they're going to be saying, hey, dude, you're so close from being a millionaire. You're so close from being a fucking guy who's like sleeping with tens left and right. So like models. It's like, dude, where are you living? It's not on planet Earth. Look at the women that uh, are at that level. These models and super hot women. Look at their boyfriends. They're dating the weekend. Dude, do you think you're going to come in with a few lines here and there, hair slicked back, and you're like, Oh, I have a few openers. The guy told me from the course that I should walk in and not buy her a drink. Dude, get the fuck out. You're not going to get the Bella Hadid by negging. You know? Well, so, well, even then, you know, then you go into breaking down. Well, like, those models might not be human beings you want to be around with. Yeah, they might look pretty and all of that, but it's it's like, well, do I really want to be yeah, around that, this person? So what in reality, what is a 10? You know, yeah. she's beauty. Is that what makes a woman a ten? Just because she's very beautiful, or what about her personality, her family relationships? You know, uh, her brain, all this stuff. Like, uh, you know, um, so saying what a ten is, you know, I know red pills guys base a ten just on looks, but I think in reality we should incorporate everything that makes a human being, you know, where they really what what this human being is. Uh, and, and I mean, uh. I mean, dude, a very healthy woman who is pretty and, you know, let's say she's very reserved. She respects her body, whatever, you know, people want to, you know, say that means. But it usually means, you know, they wouldn't give it to just any anyone out there because something that you respect, you take care of it. So if you're sleeping around, unfortunately, there's a lot of things that can happen to your body. And that means you're not taking care of it because, you know, you're just throwing it everywhere. So... Uh, that type of woman, and we're talking very healthy, mentally wise, would she be with one of these red pill guys? And the answer is automatically no, no. because exactly. So no, Dude, no. Are you kidding me? Do you think a self-respecting woman is going to be with a guy who's like, stay the fuck in the kitchen. You can't laugh. You come out and clean my toes when I tell you. And it's like, dude, who are you? Basically only somebody who has no other options. And needs financial stability, or somebody who's like fucked in the head would be with these type of guys. And the thing is, like saying that to these guys, it's like, oh, you're just a beta cock. You're a beta cock. You want to? You know, it's like, dude, anyone who has self-respect is not going to be in a situation where they're getting the shit. And it's not a, it's not a, a give and take. Are you kidding me? Well, I like serving my man. Well, in that case, that's a different situation. But, um, I mean, there's outliers in every human, you know aspect yeah, yeah. of of what you know some girls like to be they like to act like dogs you know so it's like but not every girl wants that and you know that's why 
like like I said, uh, so those guys don't realize that the the true women that they're looking for are the ones that say like you know tense and like virgins and all this like very respectable. If they are that girl who who they are looking for, they wouldn't be with them because that girl would not let her be talked down upon. You know, she would be like, "Hey, dude, you can't talk to me like this. Like, you have to respect me. Like, what do you mean you're gonna go out there and cheat on me?" No, I'm not going to be with a man who's going to cheat on me. So what I'm saying is like, I don't know what the word is, but basically um, who they are already negates what they're preaching to look for in a woman. Because that woman that they're preaching to look for will never be with those type of guys. Yeah. If it is really that woman. Um, so I guess that's, you know. Yeah, I mean, dude, I saw the Fresh and Fit podcast and they're neither fresh nor fit which is something that you've mentioned multiple times. And I agree. By the way, I just don't how, understand. I mean, how can uh, you do, wear a shirt that says fresh and fit podcast and these sneakers? There's no fucking fashion there, first of all. And again, I know they're making a shit ton of money and they have their audience. But to me, I'm like, change the name. Just change well, the name. You know, I mean, the, the thing is, like, unfortunately, you know, I like. <laughs> and again, I don't dress very well. So I just want to clarify that. But it's just funny to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to improve myself on how I see human beings, you know, interactions. Like, every day I'm trying to, like, you know what, I got to change my mindset. Um, so, looks and all that stuff, it's, you know, it's like the one thing you shouldn't talk about someone. But, unfortunately, if you're called fresh and fit, I have to address it. Because it's it's like, <laughs> it's like when, uh, it's like when, you know, when, uh, when someone says, like, you know, I get laid all the time. I'm the, I'm the god with girls. Yeah, you're the man. When we go, we go out into the club. I'm gonna have to address it and make fun of you if you're not that person. Because like, hey, you proclaim to be this, and you're not. So now I have to address it. Uh, some you people build we know, a house of lies, and you live in the house of lies, and right, you eat so, lies, and you say lies. So I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we're not the best looking guys. Me and Phil are not the best looking guys, but I'm definitely that, way better than those toads. I'll say that much. Well, I was gonna say. Uh, you know, I know still, uh, I'm I'm being the little devil because Alejandro's being so respectful. So no, no, I'll no. I mean, well, no, because I mean, you're being devil, pretty... I have to balance it up being a little bit respectful. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I guess because because I mean, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we we understand what a good looking guy is. You know, we all know what a good looking guy is. I mean, you don't have to be gay to. I mean, you see a guy, and you're like, whoa, dude, this guy's like pretty hot, bro. Like Jesus I see guys Christ. all the time where I want to fuck the shit out of them. Well, I don't know about all the that. Time. But uh, you know, you you know, I mean, dude, no matter who you are, you know what beauty is. You just look at someone you're like, damn, bro. Well, like, of this course, guy dude, because it's laid. it's rare. It's rare to have be- like real beauty is rare. Like that's why not everybody's beautiful, me? and yeah. not anybody so should be it, beautiful. When yeah. you see beauty, it's so fucking rare that you're like, god damn, that's so fucking rare, and that's beautiful. So to me, like, this is the other thing where like I was like, okay regardless of my confidence and whether I think I'm good looking or bad looking, I'm like, okay, I think I'm relatively good looking and, you know, I have characteristics that are traditionally good. But when you see someone who's really good looking, uh, do that kind of sit you down. I'm like, oh, there's levels to this. And that's not self-hatred. That's just self-realization. Dude, there are guys that are so fucking attractive. They're so good looking. <laughs> I mean, I think I opened a door to fill something. <laughs> I keep going. Bro. I'm like, oh, he's going. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. There, there's uh, what I'm saying is like it's people in general, like guys or girls. When you see, uh, I saw this good-looking couple, 
like really attractive couple where I was like, did their like skin through their window or where? Dude? Yeah, like I was watching the shower window. together. <laughs> I was walking in the mall over here and I saw them. The way they dress, their energy, their skin, they had like this glowing aura. I was like, oh, dude, this is an insanely attractive couple. That's a very attractive couple. It makes sense. This pairing makes so much sense. It's like, you know, God handcrafted these two people and put them together. And I'm like, okay, that's amazing. Now, I don't think I'm as good looking as he is. That doesn't mean I think of myself, uh, you know, like I'm scum or whatever. It's like, no. But I mean, dude, I live in the real world where I look at this guy and I look at myself and I know if we were to rate from zero to 10 (laughs) on a scale, I would be losing. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with losing to rare, you know? So, um... Why am I saying this? Oh, yeah, because we were talking about the fresh and fit guys, but... Um, well, people think that being average is bad. No, I mean, that's why it's average, because most human beings are in that area. You know, so yeah. average is good. I mean, if you're an yeah, average hate, guy... What is... I hate all this shit where you're like, yeah, I'm a 10. I'm a 10. Dude, if we're giving 10s out to everyone, no one is a 10. No one is a 10. Do you understand to be a 10... Like, you're talking about a fucking unicorn. A unicorn. I hate yeah. when people, like, normalize this. Because that's like me going out and saying, I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm a millionaire. I own I'm a, a millionaire. mansion. I own a mansion. <laughs> the fuck you got? <laughs> what the fuck you got? <laughs> like, Hopefully one day we can get that guy in the podcast where we're big dude, enough and have a rematch my, with Dennis. He's, he's my best friend. He's, like, the <laughs> best. Like, he's the only, he's the only person I want to go back to and be like, okay. He's I mean, a, I respect he, him, dude. He stood his ground, bro. Dude, he fucking stood his ground. And like, kind of looking back at it, it was so unfair that, you know... It was unfair. Your motherfuckers were unfair to him. Yeah. He was drunk. Um, yeah. I mean, I wasn't... Uh, that was a very stupid decision. But anyways, whole point is, I don't think there's anything wrong with being self-aware. And I think the problem with people when I... Because uh, I brought this up in multiple conversations and they're like, well, dude, if you're insecure about yourself, why are you projecting? Don't project. I'm a 10, whether you say it or not. It's like, I'm not saying you're ugly. I'm not saying you can't be confident. And I don't think of myself as ugly. And yeah, I'm more confident now. And I'm, yeah, I'm fine. But dude, five is average. I don't understand why people think, hey, you're a five is, five is average. Yeah, basically, dude, if you call someone, hey, I think you're a six. And people are like, fuck you. I'm a 10. Yo, Don't be fucking thinking that my friend is gorgeous. I'm like, dude. Oh my God, that is so annoying. It's like, dude, a six is good. A six yeah, is it's great. Above average. Six is That's above, above average. average. I was like, do you understand to be in the top 1% of beauty, being attractive and stuff like that? You're Brad Pitt. You look insane when you're 60. I mean, that man looks beautiful when he's 60 still. That is rare. That does not happen. Well, I mean, look dude, at all, all the actors all, from his generation. Look at all the actors from his generation. Are you telling me they look as good as him? Go fuck yourself, dude. He's he's an exception. He's a genetic anomaly. I think Phil's about to bust a nut. I open the door. Dude, and, I just, and I get so upset. I'm like, oh, uh, but yeah, I mean. Um, well, I mean, tens, there's no 10. 10 is taste. So yeah. already 10 is out the scale because a 10, that depends on your taste. So is, nines are the real tens. Nines is like, Everybody can agree on a nine. Not everybody can agree on a ten. Nine 
are literally Victoria's supermodels or those supermodels. There's literally a nine, which they scout no. for in thousands of women <coughs> to find these nine. So literally one out of a thousand, whatever the scale is, is a nine. So it is already very rare to be that human being. Now, eight is like people who are also very beautiful. You know, there's also, they're very rare. They're like eight. They're, they're, they're people who couldn't become nines. They're eights. Those are the eights. They're still very close, but not. Now, dude, sevens are those girls that you see walking around. They're like, oh my God, dude, she's very beautiful. I mean, being a seven is like, you're extremely beautiful. You know, you're just like, not model, but yeah, you're like, damn. Like, dude, if anybody marries a seven, it's like, bro, you have a very beautiful woman. Yeah. Six is like, oh shit, okay. You know, she's cute. She's pretty. <laughs> you know, six, if you marry a six, it's like, you know what? Good job, man. Five. So, all right, I mean, you marry a, a, a woman, you know, because uh, it's five. I mean, but no one's going to hype you up. And, and there's, nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with marrying five. I mean, five is average. It's like, oh, you marry an average human being. So no one's going to hype you up because it's average. You marry an average human being, there's nothing wrong with it. No one's going to talk shit on you, but no one's going to hype you up because literally yeah. average. Four is like, well, you know, he loves her. That's when you start saying those things. Well, he loves her, you know. <laughs> they love each other. That's when you start hearing those things. Uh, and even then four, I mean, and now once you go down to four, then yes, I mean, uh, work on yourself. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I mean, dude, uh, you know, I think I'm a six, dude, I, because dude, not every guy is buff. Therefore, dude, I can nod that because, dude, not, uh, I mean, dude, I don't know how many guys are buff, but I'm sure you know, it's not the average, right? So therefore, I'm like, okay, you know what? A six is where I'm at. Uh, because, dude, you have to be, you have to have aspects of yourself that are not normal to go up the yeah, scale. Yeah. For example, being six feet. That is not normal. Most people are not six feet. Therefore, you're not average. So you go up. That's what people understand. Five is average. So any quality that you have that is not average, you go up the scale. That's yeah. the only way you can go up the scale. Hey, what aspects do you have that are not average? Are you tall? Six feet? No? Okay, you're still average. Do you have a lot of money? You're a millionaire? Okay, do you go up seven, eight, nine, depending on what the woman likes. So that, there you go, that way you go up in scale because you have a lot of money. Do you have fame? Yeah. Yes. Okay, most people are not famous, so you go up the scale. You know? Yeah, I think so. It, it is about like elements that are rare. It's how, hey, what do you have that is not common? That's it. That's, That's it, it dude. Very it doesn't mean you're a piece of shit. It doesn't mean you're a low value human being. It just means that there's people that have more things that are rare and people value those things. It's an yeah. exchange of value. Dude, I hate it because it's sort of like I love Mazdas. Mazdas are oh. great. Maz Mazda, the car. Mazda Monsters? 3. Oh, Mazda. 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 Uh, and then that, I would take a Mazda 3. I would buy one. I love it. And I got repossessed. That's a long story. But um, then there's like, oh, well, look, the the Lamborghini Aventador. It's like, yeah, I know people look at that car more than mine because it's a fucking Lamborghini. Right. There's not enough Lamborghinis going around because you have to have a shit ton of money. You have to have the right connections. You have to live in the right place. And you fucking buy it. Now, you have to be at a certain place in life. So that's more rare. So when people say, hey, do you, would you prefer to have a Mazda 3 or a Lamborghini Aventador? They would be like, probably a Lamborghini Aventador. 
Now, does that mean <laughs> the Mazda 3 is useless? Of course not. It's a great car. Good miles. They should sponsor me. But um, <laughs> I think that's sort of like the... The thing is, dude, people... I just, like, I'm trying to... Every time I try to be polite and very reasonable with people, they take me to fucking shit brain land. They take me to, out of reality. And I'm like, dude, no, nothing can be everything. Everything can't be nothing. There has to be rules. We're in the real world, okay? I can't just go around stealing shit. There's rules. There's rules, yeah. dude. <laughs> Don't do this to me. You would prefer a Lamborghini. Yes. Yes, you would. And let's leave it at that. And let's leave it at that. And we keep going with reality. It doesn't mean one is more, uh, what's it called? It doesn't mean one is useless or it's a piece of shit. It just means one is more rare than the other one. Yeah, um, I mean, that, that's it, you know. Um, so if you want to rate yourself, you know, what qualities you have that average people don't have. And that's how you know. So, I mean, if you're fit, most people are not fit, you know. They're not. So that's why you go up the scale a little bit. Um, so, uh, I mean, that, that's it. I mean, it's very simple. I think most people don't understand the scale and what that means. People see five as negative. So that's what we girls, you ask girls, I'm a 10. Everybody thinks that 10 is like, um, I guess what everybody should be, but it's like, dude, 10 is like, like 1.000% or 0.001, one, whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess we're talking about red pill guys. Uh, I mean, um, you know, I, I think there, uh, anybody listening to this podcast, I mean, those, those red pill guys probably do it for the money, you know, that, that's why they're doing all these comments. They don't well, really care about it, you and what you're learning. Uh, they just want money. They want clicks. So they have to say the most crazier things, which, um, I mean, it's it's a form of entertainment, I guess, if you could see it that way. Uh, sometimes hilarious, the stuff that you say. I mean, it is funny because it's so outrageous. You're like, Jesus Christ, uh, this is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of the... The thing is, that's good marketing. So when, when you see that, like, in if you, if you see that uh, done, uh, like, it, there's a book called... Um, I'm a marketer. I'm lying to you. Fuck. I forget the title. Something like that. Uh, don't trust me. Uh, I'm lying to you. It's by Ryan Holiday. He used to be like this great marketer. He still is. He's a best-selling author. He used to work as a marketing director, I think, for uh, American Apparel, some shit like that. <clears throat> Long story short, he says, you either pay a lot for awareness or you're controversial. Those are the two ways to get attention in this world. And we're talking about like back 10, 15 years ago. There's nothing wrong with that because it is a tactic. It's a business. So usually whenever you see who's going to benefit the most from this information, that's where like your ears should perk up. So if they're telling you something like, hey, buy this course and you can finally get laid. It's like, dude, probably what they're going to be selling you is something you can relate to. It's like, hey, I used to be a loser too. You know, I used to be jacking off three, four times an hour, you know, watching furry porn and drinking Monster Red Bull, 300 pounds. And they're like, oh my God, that's me. I'm not as bad as that guy. And he managed to change his life and switch it around. Yeah, it's like, like of course. That could all be a lie. All these e-commerce courses are a fucking lie too. Hey, I went from zero to a million a month. Dude, if you're a millionaire, you wouldn't be fucking making courses. Who the fuck has time for yeah, that? Yeah, no one who really makes that much money would waste their time making courses. Because you're making so much money doing uh, your real job or whatever you have. And yeah. the free time that you do have, you want to enjoy life. So Yeah, who the fuck? I mean, why would you make a course? And again, I've bought many courses and I still buy them because it depends on the niche and stuff like that. The thing is, every time I buy a course though, 
what's funny about it is like I know only about 20% of it is going to be of some value. So I go into, it's kind of like how Ryan Holiday, he talks about that with books. Where like, again, I mentioned him a lot because I like him. He wrote Ego is Enemy, uh, yada, yada, a whole bunch of other books. But he says, whenever you read a book, uh, a lot of people complain to me. They're like, hey, I only got like two or three things that were useful. He's like, dude, for $15, you got pretty fucking not bad at all. Like, why are you looking at like two, three things that are monumental to your life or really applicable? That's amazing. So never look like this is going to solve your whole fucking life. And it's never as simple as people portray it. Like there's just way too many moving parts. And um, someone said that like, uh, you know, um, let's say people who are in jail. I forget what the quote is, but it basically goes that, uh, uh, you know, um, ruining your life is not one big decision. It's a, It's a bunch of small decisions over time that led you to have, you know, whatever horrible life you end up having. Yes. So it wasn't yeah. like one big decision changed everything. It's like, no, dude, it was like a bunch of small decisions and you ended up there. So the opposite must be correct. To be very successful, it's not just one thing that you have to do right. It's a bunch of small things over long periods of time that you have to do correct to achieve, you know, that greatness. Um yeah, what, uh, something that to add to that, there's this other guy, Alex Ramosi, and he talks about this thing. He was like, confidence is not something you get shouting at the mirror saying you're the shit, you're the man, or writing affirmations, or trying to believe in manifestation. Confidence comes from proving over and over again that you are who you say you are. So if... Oh, shit. I like that. If you're... he, Dude, he's ripped as fuck, and he's worth over $100 million. He's like... If there's a hero, he's the hero. Like, he's the main oh, character. Fuck. What's his name? Alex Ormosi. Everyone should look him up, listen to him. He will change your life if you actually watch his videos. He's changed my perspective in a lot of things, even from when you get depressed or whenever you're very stressed out in business or just anything. And again, he has this crazy story. I mean, he got into a DUI when he was, like, in his mid-20s. He almost died. Like, he accomplished all these insane things. Like, he hated his dad, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm depressed. Um, basically, he went through all this crazy shit. And now he's worth over $200 million, I think. He already broke it. But he makes videos and he starts them up. I like this. Hey, my name is Alex Ramosi. I'm the founder of Acquisition.com. I have nothing to sell you. I just make these videos so you understand the journey on my way to becoming a billionaire. Like, that's pretty much his whole thing. And he has no courses or anything. Like, if you want to buy his book, it's like 99 cents because that's the lowest it'll go on Amazon. So he's like, hey, I couldn't make it free because it wouldn't let me. So it's just a dollar. Um, no, you can make it free. But I guess... No, PDF. I guess not on the not on the platform, uh, like for the digital copy. But I don't know. Gotcha. Anyways, doesn't matter. Whole point is, even if it's ninety nine cents, he's not going to get rich off of a dollar a book. Like, you know, yeah. How many books you have to sell. Like, I guess the way you know it's a scam is if they tell you you're going to get rich by doing this. I already know, dude. It's a scam. <laughs> or you're going to get thousands of women by doing this five easy steps. Uh, yeah, like he. All- uh, well, anyway, just to wrap up the point with him, because otherwise I'll go too deep into him. His uh-huh. story is great. Again, everyone look him up. Alex Ormozzi. H-O-R-M-O-Z-I. Anyways, he says, he's like, dude, I knew I was good at sales when I fucking ate shit thousands of times. And then eventually I got better. And then I proved, oh, this system in sales got, gets better. I knew I was in good shape because I kept going to the gym, breaking down the muscle, getting 200 grams of protein. Stretching, supplements, yada, yada. Because uh, I kept doing it. 
And it's not that I got this extreme, people ask me all the time, oh, how do I get your confidence in all this? It's like, do the, the things you say you're going to do and do them over a period of time and then prove to yourself that you're capable of that. And that's the only way you can get real confidence. This fake Honestly, confidence, that is true. Yeah. I mean, the only reason why I have confidence in talking to girls is because I've been rejected thousands of times, <laughs> Phil. I've been rejected thousands of times. So yeah. when I tell you I can talk to girls is because the reason why I'm confident is because I've been, I've done it thousands of times and I've gotten, you know, results thousands of times. I mean, I'm saying like, I've gotten results over that. So like, I know <laughs> what to do basically. Everyone and that's where, course, no, I said, that's where my confidence <laughs> comes from because I reject thousands of times. So I know what works. And I know what to do. Therefore, yeah. it's not like I looked myself in the mirror and said, you're good with when you're good with women. It's like, no, dude. I've been drinking thousands of times, so I know what works. Therefore, I'm confident. When I have a few alcohol in me, I have a lot of <laughs> drinks in me, I'm confident to go talk to a girl, you know? Yeah, I think, uh, and I think that's important because we get sold all this bullshit. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was frustrated when CZ talked about manifestation so much. Because it's like, it excludes oftentimes the fact that like, regardless of how many, you can think your way into results. Oftentimes you, I mean, Thought leads to action. So I understand that change. Yeah, it's a step. Uh, that's a step. Manifestation but is a people step. people focus too much on the thought. In the end, whoa. Hey, he took a big shit on the fucking chair. No, it was this. Sure, sure it was, buddy. Keep shitting. But uh, yeah, anyways, that was the one thing that he said that I really resonated with. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And I was like, oh, so all these things that I'm bad at, I just haven't had repetitions. There you go. I just, think, I just need to do it more. And yeah. when I think of like, oh, dude, I'm not really a good singer. I'm not really good at making videos. I'm not really good editor. I'm not good at, let's say, talking to girls. I'm not good at sales. It's like, well, dude, if you want to get better, just do it more. And do it more to the point where you just, you're like, oh, I'm going to results. Now I know what works, what doesn't work. And you just keep growing. And I think that's such an obvious thing. But if it's coming from this guy who's on his way to be a billionaire, jacked, ripped as fuck, and he has no incentive to lie to you. I believe that guy over buying a fucking course for 700 bucks that's going to tell you, say these words, do this shit and all that. It's like, dude, um, it's just repetition over time. But the thing is, dude, it sucks so much. It sucks an unbelievable amount to go through that repetition. That I mean, that's kind of the reason why, I guess, me, myself included, uh, why most people don't get better. <laughs> Well, and, and it takes times, you know, we forget, um, we forget how long it takes to be successful and we want everything so quick and, uh, I mean, things take time. So, um, the fact that we're not patient, we kind of mess up our success by not being patient and we stop doing the things that we should be doing before you know it, we're still in square one because we didn't do the small steps that yeah. would take us there in 10 years. We try to go for the long steps that would get us in two years, but they're so difficult to do that five years have passed and you ended up doing nothing. Um, yeah. Our case. But anyways, just to wrap up the whole Sneeko thing, I mean, because uh, someone asked on Discord, like, what are your thoughts on Sneeko and Andrew Tate? And I wanted to answer that question. Uh, my thoughts on Sneeko is, uh, I mean, I think he's, uh, and, and personally, I mean, it's, uh, I, mean, I think he might know this. I mean, I think Steezy knows, everybody knows this. Would I hang out with Nico as when I met him? No. As he is right now? No. And not that because he's not, well, 
our personalities don't match. That's why I wouldn't hang out with them. Same reason why I wouldn't hang out with a bunch of people. Uh, it's just our personalities don't match. Uh, I think he has a different personality than me. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Um, I think he's a very, you know, he's a very smart guy. He's a very smart man. You know, he's achieved a lot. I'm sure he's doing it all on his own. You know, um, he's. I think he's the oldest brother. So he's everything on his own. Um, I think uh, he's just going through a phase. You know, he's probably lost. He's a little bit lost. Um, he has no one to guide him. So, oh, hold on. Let me, let me put my uh, thing to charge. He has no one to guide him. So it's very hard for him to make the right choices. So he probably needs a mentor that has gone through that stuff. And be like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't say these things. Or be careful with this. So uh, he just needs to find his way. Uh, all the fame that he's getting, I think uh, if he's, I think he, 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 I mean, I don't have TikTok or social media, but from what I heard, Phil say billion views, I'm sure he's a very big personality on the internet now. So, well, he got, uh, just to update everyone on that, that was before, uh, he's permanently banned from YouTube. Uh, he can only stream on Rumble, <clears throat> which is kind of like YouTube's competitors for people that get canceled. And, um, I mean, he's so very much like a controversial figure. So right. the thing is like... Well, hold on. Let me finish this thought. I was going to say, uh, if he plays his cards right, I think if Zniko plays his cards right, because everybody loves a comeback story. He can go from the guy the whole internet hated to someone who redeemed himself and now everybody's cheering for. Uh, and it's, you know, it's going to take a lot of uh, intellect and a lot of planning, but I think... He's at the perfect moment where everybody hates him, but they don't hate him for a thing, for example, rape or, you know, this cra- or killing somebody. They hate him for just, you know, someone who has different ideas. So which is which is a good spot to be hated in because everybody knows you, you know. So if he changes a little bit, you know, and changes his ways, I think most people will turn around and support him and be like, you know what? This guy changed for the better. You know, he's on his way up, he's changing. So he gets all the fame from the controversy and says he changes. Now everybody's cheering for him. So yeah. uh, I think if he plays his cards right, man, um, he could he could uh, change how the internet views him and he could do a lot of great things. Um, he just needs a little bit of mentorship and uh, hopefully he does it before it's too late, before he gets too deep into it, before he gets consumed by the content that he's making. And um, the reason why... Because I could see myself becoming Sneeko, you know, if I was younger and uh, if I got in fame, the way I think, you know, if, if I had fame and money when I was younger, I mean, I would have said crazier things than Sneeko says. But thankfully, you know, uh, life uh, kept me broke and I got no fame and I was able to contemplate on my thoughts, on my feelings and emotions and realize like, you know what, uh, I was able to get some wisdom, you know, and you know, all my crazy stuff wasn't out there. So uh, he got it when he was young. But uh, I can't blame him. I mean, dude, he... he, What the fuck? Dude, a fly just bit me, bro. Fucking fly just bit me, dude. Flies bite. What the fuck? No, flies bite, dude. A fly just bit me. A fly just bit me. Uh, But anyways... Uh, yeah, so Matazo Nico is... I mean, he's just a young man that's lost. Um, I think he's very smart. (laughs) Why are you talking? And, uh, you know, I wish the best for him. Um, you know, I think, uh, I think he'll change. I mean, I think he's smart. I think he'll turn it around 
and everybody will cheer for him. Uh, I don't think he's dumb. Uh, so, uh, well, yeah, yeah hopefully my, he stops. He's going on this tirade of how like Cuties is his favorite film, and he doubles down and triples down. So I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's gonna do that for a while, but uh, you know, I know. Uh, I mean, I know him. I know he's no, gonna change. No, I'm saying eventually. like I know he's got that thing where he can. If he just switches it a little bit, dude, the whole world will cheer for him. You know, it's just it's just like you know people. It's the same thing when everybody loves somebody. You know, there's that artist or that person that everybody loves, and they make one mistake, then everybody just hates that person. So yeah. it's the same thing, dude. It's just like love and hate. These omissions are so close to each other that everybody can hate someone, and if they make the right tweak, now everybody's cheering for them. Now, the whole thing about him watching people clap his girlfriend, I mean, that's never going to leave him. Unfortunately, he shouldn't have said that. That's always going to be a jab that people are going to take. I think if he owns it, he can get rid of the power of it. You I don't know? know. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, that if I know it affects you, I'm going to say it. But if he owns it, be like, yeah, I mean, I'm a cuck, cuck gang. You know, if, dude, if he starts saying cuck gang, dude, I mean, dude, no one can hurt him. You know, the cuck yeah. king. Dude, if he takes... Well, I guess... Because the thing is, right now, he's he's doing that. He's doubling down. Oh, no. But I know it bothers him. No, but the thing like is, he truly doesn't... Well, it's very... Contra- like, it contradicts being an alpha male or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and so. unfortunately, the content is like, making you can't go that round. Other yeah, guys yeah. clapping your shit? Like, that doesn't make any sense. How is that alpha? Well, it disconnects you from... I'm like, you don't justify this. Don't justify it. Just it's just a mistake. It's just a take mistake. Take the L... And then just move on. You're like, yeah, dude, it was a mistake. I can't believe I did that. But anyways. But don't like try and crack. Him. It's a mistake. Yeah, dude. Hey, dude, you, you tried know. crack. Don't try to defend. Crack isn't cool. And there. just move on. But yeah. Uh, but um, dude, my thoughts on Andrew Tate. Um, I think. Uh, I think it's it's um, it's content that you know takes takes a lot of. Um, you have to really think about a lot of layers to truly understand what he's saying and what he means. And um, unfortunately, since, you know, he's saying a lot of controversial stuff, these kids, you know, they just take the top layer. And it's kind of like it does help a lot of kids, but it also hurts a lot of kids. Because you have some kids that might get like, you know what, I need to work out, I need to do this, do this, blah, blah. But it's almost like your starting base is not good. Therefore, you're going to fall off once you get big enough. And what I mean by that is like, yeah, I'm going to work out, fuck women, blah, blah, blah. You might get buff. You might get money. But unfortunately, you know, the base that you build those things in is objectifying women. So the end goal, which was if if it was to get a girl in a good relationship, won't be there because of your mindset. Yeah, because you already have a very warped start. Exactly. So It's kind of like, yeah, a ship, if it starts in one direction, one degree makes enough change over time where, like, you're going to end up in a completely different fucking spot. So, yeah, they might get money, they might get buff, and that might be seem like, see, they improve themselves, but the main core of the problem is still there. And, you know, that's that's, that's the the difference. And, uh, I mean, just wisdom from Alejandro, you know, I've been... I've been growing, I've been studying, you know, I've been trying to become a better human being. And I realized how complicated it is to be a good human being and just understanding the world for what it is not for what i want it to be no for what i think it should be you know for what the truth about the world is you know that that you have to really listen and and stop trying to put your own um your own uh, biases into things um and to listen man i mean it takes time effort and uh some people 
I mean, I, I, I've been here. You know the guy Destiny? Yeah. This is the most patient man on earth with his <sighs> arguments with this red pill guys, with his only fan girls. Uh, he's a very patient human being because a lot of these conversations, Dude, I, man, I, I would go crazy. I listen to some of his videos. I listen to like some reactions to shit like that. He makes a lot of fucking sense. Dude, he he's makes he a makes lot of a sense. He makes a lot dude. of fucking sense. I'm like, Destiny dude, it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to argue against him. Now, I'm pretty sure there's people that uh against I I'm pretty sure there's people that bring uh I mean, nobody has foolproof arguments like on on every aspect. But every time I've seen him in one of these videos, every fucking time, I'm like I don't know what to refute from what he said. The, the only reason know. people refute is because they, it affects them and they can't yeah. accept the truth. Therefore, they have to switch it up or say, hey, that doesn't count. But I mean, with that guy, um, dude, that guy, Destiny, says some great points, honestly, uh, about women, about life and all that stuff uh, and about relationships. So uh, I guess just to end it, what I realize over all this, uh, just, uh, this conversation, not the podcast, what I realize is that I know nothing. I'm a very dumb human being i have a lot to learn therefore i should probably uh anybody who's listening to this this opinions might change with more information i learn about human beings in life and i should probably just shut the fuck up because i know nothing so when someone brings me their problems my response should be like hey i'm gonna try my best to give you some advice just keep in mind i know nothing about the world so what i say can be wrong whether that's about love you know i mean dude what the fuck do I know about love? Do you know what the, what the fuck do I know about hardship? Nothing. So, dude, when people have depressions, I remember I used to say, you know, get up, work, you know, depression, stupid. But honestly, dude, what do I know about the human brain and how depression works? I know nothing. So, uh, all I can say is um, maybe taking a walk could help. You know, eating healthy could help. Uh, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, but there's, that's the other thing over like, that's a very common thing that I fucking hate from the repo community which is like depression isn't real or dude don't be fucking um basically repress how you feel that's right. like the the context of things I'm like dude that's the quickest way to fucking heart attack first of all <laughs> stress on the body is worse than any sort of disease well not any disease but pretty fucking bad fucking train is about to pass by now it pisses me off because when i pick this apartment there it is oh. how, do you, how do you know a train was about to pass by you can see through the dude, window. I, or dude, I sense it in my nuts. The Jeez. rumbling. The rumbling starts like fucking shaking me. And I'm like, there it is. I live in the most expensive part of the city, but I still hear the fucking train. Now, have I thought about putting a rock or something like that so it derails a train and it stops <laughs> going there for multiple days? Yes, I have. Is that a felony? Possibly. But I still have thought about it. Now, by the way, everyone listening, watch Succession on HBO. It's so fucking good. Dude, you need to watch it. It's so fucking funny. It kind of peeks into the world of uh, corporate. They're basically this billionaire family who has a media company. Uh, <laughs> fuck. It's just like insane how rich people think. It's insane how they think. And, it's and you know, I was about to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that brings up another aspect that I, that I thought about. I was like, I realized that, you know, as human beings, we see... All these decisions that corporations make, that the government makes, and, you know, it's very simple to judge them as bad or evil. But what I learned is that um, good and evil change as 
things become more macro. For example, uh, you know, if you have to choose between, it's like it's like a, a human being punches you, right? It's like, damn, yeah. that's bad. It becomes a big deal. Now you have ten human beings, you know, and and uh, I mean, basically, what I'm saying is like the more people you add to the equation, the less um, s- the less a punch uh, seems because there's so many problems now that someone getting punched. Uh, let's say, let's say, I, okay, I got a better explanation. Let's say I have a son, right? He gets punched. That's a big deal to me because I only have one son. Hey, who punched you? I can give it a lot of time and effort to fix that problem because I have one son. Now I have 10 sons. One of them gets punched. I'm be like, well, dude, I can't give you that much time because I have nine other sons to take care of. And that son might be like, damn, dude, my dad's pretty, pretty bad dad. What the fuck? Yeah. Right. Now let's say I have a hundred sons and one of them tells me he punched me. I'm like, bro, just walk it off. I'm even ignoring that son now. So that'll be like, damn, dude, that's a very evil dad. His dad got punched, you know. Uh, I mean, his, dad, his son got punched and he just didn't even address it. Let's say I have a thousand sons. One of them gets stabbed. Dude, I don't even have time to look at it. Now, if you see, hey, dude, that dad, his son got stabbed. He didn't even pay attention. What a horrible dad. I mean, that seems like a horrible thing, right? But yeah. when you put it in the macro, it's like, dude, he's got nine. 199 other kids to take care of to him it's like dude i got other kids sick kids over here with worse than getting stabbed so from his perspective he's making the right choice because he's got 999 other kids to take care of some are dying to him that's not a big deal anymore getting stabbed so what i'm trying to get by that is that we judge the government a lot dude but we have millions of people to take care of and a little forest is being depleted to build houses. You're like, bro, I got to make a decision. Get rid of this fucking forest. Oh, my God. Look, the government's so evil. Like corporations, they're destroying the trees, the animals. Dude, but they're thinking on higher levels on how the whole world works. That I realized like, oh, dude, the higher up you go in things, a village blowing up to save a country doesn't seem that evil anymore. And that's what I realized. I'm like, oh, dude. It's very easy to judge, you know, certain acts, but when you put it into the macro over time, you realize like, unfortunately, it's not a big deal. Unfortunately, dude. Unfortunately, it's like, and that's just the truth yeah. that I realized. I'm like, damn, dude. Uh, the higher up you go, dude, the less things matter and the more uh, evil you seem. But unfortunately, I mean, dude, you can only do so much. Um, well, because still I, fuck I, the I guess government I, and fuck corporations. I said that because but you yeah. mentioned about succession and all that stuff, yeah. and uh, it's very easy to judge people. But when you're in their shoes, I mean, I mean, dude, Phil, would you kill ten people to save a thousand? Yes. There you go. You know. So and that's I what would do it, I would do it even if I wasn't going to save a thousand people. Jesus Christ! Hey, um, would, you, yeah. would I kill ten people if and a hundred more people die? <laughs> yes. I would also do that. <laughs> uh, 10 points a pop. But I think that, um, yeah, obviously, like as things get bigger, there's like, I mean, you lose perspective is what you're saying. So there's a company uh, that killed 60,000 people. It's a peanut butter company. I wanted to talk about a whole bunch of different shit, but it got more interesting. And uh, um, no, it's not a peanut butter company. I'm sorry. It's a fucking medication. It's a pharmaceutical company. And uh, let me, here, I have the name of the medication. It's an experimental drug. 
They lied about the test. It killed 60,000 people. Damn. And they're going to need a small portion of the money. Um, that's what the government tells them. So the government is like, well, you know, due to killing 60,000 people, we need to fine you this. And they got fined, whatever, let's say a million dollars, which is nothing to them. That is insane. Think about that. So if a peanut butter company, and this is Joe Rogan talks I think about. You said it's pharmaceutical. Is it peanut butter or medicine? No, no, no. It's a medicine. It's a pharmaceutical company. It's called Viox, I think. Because you just said a the, peanut butter company. I know. I got confused because the, the example I was going to give is if it's, if Ben and Jerry's, would, I know they, they killed a couple of people, but let's say Ben and Jerry's has a new flavor of ice cream. Something went wrong and killed 60,000 people and they lied about it and they paid the government to kind of stay quiet. Ben and Jerry's was shut down immediately. You understand that? Like a food company would go down immediately. I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. Well, 60,000 people. Let's say the number went public. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course, dude. dude I don't know anymore. Just... Well, let's say it's a big fucking deal. I know it's I mean, a big deal, but do? I don't do that. The way the world works now. Anyway, dude, dude I don't no want to talk gets about it. Any I don't consequences. You missed the point. You missed the point. You missed the point. No, anyway, I get it. Let's... You're saying companies are treated differently, you know, than others. Yeah, pharmaceutical companies are the fucking devil. They're the worst fucking companies of all time. They kill people all the fucking time. They lie about tests. They're like in, in this other shit. The world is so fucked and it's like nobody gives a shit. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely the still evil corporations and evil people. I was just saying like, let's say you're trying to be a good human being. The more macro you go, unfortunately, What does some that even mean? You can't do just because things are macro doesn't mean like it removes the bad. No, I just gave you, you an example. You still killed 60,000 people. Well, no, no before we go, no, no, I don't want, I don't want to go down this whole rabbit hole because we're already like, we're no, but what, what I'm mark. saying is like, anyway, we're, we're over saying. the hour mark. We're over that hour and a half mark. We get it. We get it. Okay. You don't give a shit about people. That's fine. But I'm saying so that you me, can't be a good person to everybody when you have to take care of a million people. Unfortunately, you can't as much okay. as you want to. You can't. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Still that there's no, anyways, we have different opinions on it. Uh, there's a, I want to just fast fire. So, Cause I mean, I had a whole bunch of like topics I wanted to touch on. Um, yeah, dude, let's end the podcast. Cause I, have to, I still have to edit it and post it. Jesus. So uh, what happened in the other one? What other one? The previous one. What the previous fuck? one? I thought we, we were like one ahead. No, dude, we aren't. We are not. I don't so, remember making the, I don't remember making the thumbnail for the last one. No, no, you didn't, but it still got posted. Yeah, dude, I, oh, I think nice we should end in 10 minutes just because of the rendering time and the uploading time. Dude, last time, it literally got uploaded on the, like, 11.59, one minute before the next day happened. Yeah. It got published. Wait, anyway, we could just wrap it up here, and I'll save the rest for the other podcast. It's fine. All right. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate us five stars on iTunes. Stream it everywhere where podcasts are available. And... um. Yeah, I think we should do a Q and A uh, the next one or something. I was mentioning this, but I think it would be funny to have like a call in feature because I think we could do it here. Okay, but we'll figure out the technical part because uh, I, I I feel it gets complicated if I'm in a different country than you are. So we'll do it when we're in the same room. All right, all right, bye guys. Love you like a headache. Peace.